Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 129 of the Property Magic Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you how to successfully work with property sources. Now, I believe that as a property investor, the most important thing that you need to be able to do is to find great property deals. If you're going to learn just one thing, that would absolutely be it. And so the biggest block to you building your cash generating portfolio is not being able to find deals in the first place. Now, by the way, I know that many investors think that their biggest block is that they don't have enough money to fund their deals. And I do understand that belief, but I have to disagree because in my experience, and as I've said many times on this podcast, if you have great deals, there are always people who can fund them for you. So actually finding deals is the most important thing that you need to learn how to do. However, You don't need to personally find those deals if you don't want to. You could use someone called a deal sourcer or what they call in the US a wholesaler. So a property sourcer is someone who goes and finds great deals. They do all the due diligence and the research. They negotiate with the owner and they package it up and sell it to someone like you who maybe doesn't have the time, the energy, or the inclination to find good deals themselves. Now, they can earn a really good income from doing this, and the fees that they earn can be put towards the deposits of the properties that they want to keep. Now, my view is learning how to do this yourself is much cheaper than paying a sourcer. However, if you don't have the time yourself, then paying someone else to find great deals is much better than not doing any deals at all. And there's nothing wrong with paying sources. I've had sources come to me with great deals that I've been happy to pay them a fee. Now, I know how to find deals myself, and I do find deals myself, but I'm really happy to pay someone a good fee if they bring a deal to me that I didn't otherwise have that I want to do. Now, you might think, why on earth would someone sell deals? Well, I've already mentioned the first reason. It's a great source of income or cash flow for someone. A fee for selling a deal might be between three to five thousand pounds, depending on the nature of a deal. So if someone sold just one deal a month, they can make almost fifty thousand pounds, which is not bad for a part-time income. Because once you put great systems in place, sourcing deals doesn't have to be a full-time job. And development deals can be worth tens of thousands of pounds in fees. Now you might think also, well, if it's such a good deal. Why are they selling it? Why don't they do it themselves? And that's a great question. And the reality is they probably do keep the very best deals for themselves. However, if they're doing lots of deals, they're going to find more than they can do personally. They only have a certain amount of bandwidth. Maybe a deal's too small for them, or maybe it's too big for them, or maybe they don't have all the money to do that themselves, or maybe it's not their strategy, or maybe it's outside of their investment area. Now, you've got to be careful with this last reason why someone might sell a deal, because if someone finds a deal that's outside of their area, by nature, they don't know the area so well, and it might not be as good a deal as they think it is because they don't have the local knowledge. So you might think, um, this is great. I'm just going to use sources to find all my deals for me. The problem is that 
many sources don't know what they're doing. And you might think, well, why is that? And the reality is anyone can set themselves up as a deal sourcer, and many people do. If someone's starting in property, it's a great way to earn income, um, but they might not have learned how to do it properly. And you might need to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince. Now, a big mistake that many investors make is spending lots and lots of time with sources who really don't know what they are doing. And I believe if, even if you're buying a deal from someone else, you still need to know how to stack the deal yourself. What I mean is to work out the cash flow and the return on investment and do your due diligence to make sure it's a good deal in a good area. And it's amazing how many sources can't even do that. Once you know what you're doing, Within a few minutes of conversation, you can work out if a deal sourcer knows what they are doing. Now, one quick check to ask them is how long have they been doing this and have they had any education or training around finding deals? Now, even if they have had some training, doesn't mean they're going to be any good at what they do, but at least you know they've invested in themselves rather than trying to learn the hard way by doing this by mistakes. Another thing to ask them is, are they compliant? Now, in the US, I don't think they need to be uh, a compliant deal sourcer or a registered realtor in order to sell deals to an investor. However, in the UK, you do really need to be compliant. Now, what does that mean? Well, first of all, they should have registered with the Information Commission office because they're going to be holding details on people. Uh, they should be a member of one of the property ombudsmen, such as the PRS or um, the uh, TPO. Uh, they should have professional indemnity insurance, which means if they make a mistake, you can sue them for that. And they should be registered with HMRC for anti-money laundering. Now, if you ask them if they're compliant and they don't really know what you're talking about, then I suggest you steer clear. They obviously haven't done any training. If they do say they're compliant, they should be able to provide you with all of their registration numbers. Now, another big mistake that people make when dealing with sources is many sources want upfront fees. They say, you pay me upfront and I'll go and find some deals for you. Never, ever do that. Let me say that again. Don't pay people upfront to find deals for you. Usually it ends in disaster. Often it's because that person doesn't have much money and they take money in from lots of people. They think this is great, but then they fail to find the deals. They fail to deliver and it's very difficult for you to get your money back. Now, obviously, you do need to pay for the deals they find you, but it should be on a deal by deal basis. And I think it's only fair that if they have a deal you want, you should put down a reservation fee to get a period of exclusivity so they don't sell that to anyone else. And then you pay the balance of their fees when the deal actually completes. It's always important to check their terms and conditions to understand when you get your fees back and when you don't get your fees back. If, for example, the seller pulls out through no fault of your own, I think you should get your reservation fee back. If the seller pulls out because actually you've taken far too long to buy the property and they've, they've gone off elsewhere, well, then maybe that's your fault. You shouldn't have taken so long. So make sure you do read their terms and conditions. And finally, once you found a really good sourcer, you need to build a relationship with them so you become one of their preferred investors. 
Now, a great way of doing this is if you say you're going to buy something, make sure you buy it, move quickly. And, you know, when they send you a deal, be quick to respond. Um, Don't say you're going to buy it if you're not going to buy it and make sure you're ready to move quickly. What that means is you've got your deposit money ready. You know you can get a mortgage. And so if you do the deal really quickly and they get paid promptly, guess what? You're going to go onto the top of their list as someone who does what they say they're going to do. And you're going to be one of the first people they're going to come to when they find great deals in your area. These deal sources, they want people they can count on who are going to be able to move quickly. Now, I was speaking to a national company last week, and they specialize in helping landlords who want to sell their portfolios. And they often break up the properties and sell them on right move. And they have a list of investors they pass deals out to, but they have a bit of a problem with portfolios. Not many people can buy a portfolio. So we're talking about putting together an exclusive deal for my mastermind students, um, whereby my students are going to get seven days exclusivity on these deals, which is really, really exciting. And so by giving the certainty to that supplier, I think we can uh, secure a really good pipeline of deals for my students. So it's all about relationships, really. So in summary, here's how you can successfully work with deal sources. First of all, make sure the deal sourcer knows what they are doing. Secondly, if they're based in the UK, make sure they're compliant. Third, always check their figures and their due diligence. Don't just take their word for it. Number four, don't pay fees up front apart from a small reservation fee on a deal-by-deal basis. Uh, Number five, be ready to move quickly and secure and close the deal. And number six, build a relationship with them so that they want to send their great deals to you. So deal sources can be a really good way of finding deals when they know what they're doing and when you build a great relationship with them. But there are many, many other ways that you can find deals, some of them on market, some of them off market. And I've actually got some online training for you all about how to find great deals in your area. You can register for that free training by going to www.dealfindertraining.co.uk. That's www.dealfindertraining.co.uk and I'll put a link in the show notes for you. So until next time, to remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.